Hi. What up? What up? How's your Monday morning? It's good. It's Sun shining. I know. Ready to get to it? We're getting into springtime. Feeling Fine. good outside? Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. I know, right? You know, this is the People Being People podcast. I'm ready to get into this episode I today, this Monday morning, because like I said, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling and I'm good. excited about our guest that we have on today because I know this is about to be dope. I know he's about to drop some gems on us and yeah, it's about to be good stuff. You guys making your Monday out there great? I hope so. This is People Being People with Mona and Tyler, Tyler and Mona. This is a podcast where we talk real life situations, things that are going on in the world, things that are going on in our life, entrepreneurship, all of that good stuff. Let's get to it. Let's make it a great week. People being people. Self-love isn't an easy journey. Especially when you have came from a really broken place inside of you. It's an everyday joy, 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 joy. Let's go. We over here getting hyped. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like I said, this is about to be good because... Uh-huh. We got the one and only Come Terry on. Liggins on the podcast this morning. Yes, sir. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I got to hype my mans up. <laughs> Let's go, Hurdle Life. <laughs> Hurdle Life. I love yeah. it. Of course, you had to use the cheesy button. <laughs> how are you, know? you doing? I'm better. Good. I'm how, better. How's your Monday morning? It's good. I'm excited to be in the atmosphere. You know, yes. I'm here at the HQ to be a part of the movement. So, yeah. Good getting better. Yeah. You know. I like that. Better. Yeah. Exactly. I like that answer. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know, we had to get you on the People Being People podcast because I think you're a very interesting person. Thank you. Um, you know, we met on, actually at um, the Wake Showroom. Mm -hmm. You did a little rap, which was dope. Fire. Yeah. Dope. Literally Lit brought the room chills. On fire. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And not only that, I found out that you are a life coach, the Hurdle Life Coach. And, um, what really interests me about you is when we went to um, mentorship, mentorship yeah. Yeah. and you were sharing a little bit about your story. I did not know that. Like yeah. it brought chills to my body yeah. too. I was like, holy crap. And after we left, I was like, damn, like he has yeah. a story. And like yeah. that didn't allow you to like, you kept pushing forward. It didn't allow yeah. you to go backwards. And I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You really never know what a person goes through right? Yep. at all. And so how did you start yep. the Hurdle Life Coach? Talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, who's Terry? Who like, Terry? where did it start for you? Are you from Sioux Falls originally? Are you from Sioux Falls, South Dakota originally? I am not. Okay, oh. where are you from? Yeah, so I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Fall yeah. 2 area code. Yeah. Got to represent that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I really enjoy living in South Dakota and being out here. It's been just about 18 years that I've been here. I mm -hmm. came to South Dakota in 2003 mm -hmm. um, as a freshman at the University of South Dakota. Okay. 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 okay that makes sense. I'm going to move your mic up a little okay, bit. Okay. Yeah. Just so, a tad bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> get me in I know there. this is about to be some good stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Omaha. Yeah. That's dope. I, I don't think I've, I may have been through Omaha okay. once, but I hear it's a lot of cool stuff that comes out I've of never, that city, yeah. like the culture, yeah. you know, um, Omaha has a music scene, mm -hmm. so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. interesting, because we close enough where most people have made their way down there, you know, really? so yeah. many people in this area are used to traveling quite a distance just to get to something simple like a McDonald's or something when they yeah. grew up, Yeah, so they get down to like Omaha, Sioux City, and things like that, but you know, I'm from a part of Omaha that isn't, you know what I mean, necessarily on the map in a positive way, being oh, that like okay. that inner city, mm. project units, yeah. drugs, violence, gangs, those things like that. But we are a big community. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. with all of our metro areas and stuff, we over a million things like that. Oh, but really? We got a beautiful old market downtown, cobblestone mm -hmm. uh, area, wow. a lot of art down there, uh, music, uh, a children's museum, different types of museums. Uh, it goes way out west, different type of uh, businesses and industries and stuff like that. Uh, Warren Buffett chooses to call Omaha home, so we've yeah. known a lot for having Warren Buffett in the area. Yeah. Uh, the Dundee area. There's a, there is a lot of culture in Omaha. We should That's, check it out. Yeah. I've never yeah, been there. We should there. take a little trip out oh, there God. sometime. There's Just a good zoo I hear. You have to a take nice the kids zoo, right? to the zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have I hear to. that. A That's lot of dope. people do like take that little trip just yep. to 
You it's know, only I've like three it, hours yeah. away. Yeah. And I don't even push have tos ever. Yeah. But because that zoo is like uh, nationally ranked, like okay. between like two and three, one, two and three, San Diego oh, Zoo wow. and Henry Dorley Zoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like as far as rankings and stuff. So you should take the children yeah, out there. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah. that's awesome. So like when you moved to Sioux Falls, yeah. was it different? Like were you like, because obviously Sioux, Sioux, Sioux Falls is a lot smaller than yeah. Omaha. Like yeah. how did you feel moving here yeah. from being back home? You know, I was already in Vermilion for so long. Oh, okay. You know, down there for my uh, college experience. I was yeah. actually down there for eight years. Okay. Uh, on a scholarship to run hurdles, you know, at, <laughs> the, mm. hurdle, the hurdle life coach. So you have you've had sorry for interrupting. You've had the life coach for that long. No, so you ran track and you jumped yeah, hurdles. Correct. Okay, you know the oh. boom, boom, like all of the hurdles and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Here it comes. That's how you know that's your legacy. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really dope. Wow. I mean, when I explain it, people do appreciate it. So the definition of hurdling is sprinting over barriers. Wow. The core company belief at Hurdle Life is that just like in life, the obstacles, just like on the track, the obstacles and barriers in life are also meant to be hurdled. Mm. So that's why it's called Hurdle Life. So That makes so much sense yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's really dope because like the thing about hurdling is there, there's so much into that. When most people looking at a hurdle race, they see a people jumping they're not jumping they're sprinting over the barrier and when you do it effectively when you do the small things the right way and make a big difference you actually build more strength and speed for the next obstacle and barrier when you hurdle effectively right so one of the things i enjoy doing is helping people to see how many hurdles they've already overcome because a lot of times what happens is people have that doubt or that insecurity Mm -hmm. about what's before them mm-hmm. and they have this intimidation well mm-hmm. the hurdlers mentality says i'm getting over that barrier wow. the hurdlers mentality says i've gotten over all these other barriers before and then by getting the competency of what it is to hurdle you realize that every hurdle is where you have gotten your strength and your wow. confidence from and wow. you just keep carrying that into other things yeah wow. have you always yeah. had this mindset like of looking towards the light rather than like being down a Debbie Downer. Like, have you always had this like yeah. intuitive? When, where did that like what? What started? Yeah, it? where did yeah. that spark come from? That's a good question. Yeah, you know, I shouts out to my mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a shout, shout out, mom. Cynthia. <laughs> what's yeah. up, Mama? Sent Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> hey, mama, you did an amazing job because thank you. <laughs> Terry, he he yeah. has a lot for the people out here. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate yes. that. Yeah, my, yeah, my mom is is a is a bright light. Mm. Yeah. Um, just like Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. Just like Tyler, Tyler Blake. Yeah. My mother is a bright light. She's a neighborhood mom. Our doors are open. Right. Yeah, we share everything that we have. We don't always have a lot, but we always shared what we have. Yeah. And so mm. we just break that down. No matter how many people is there, everybody get to eat. Yeah. If if you have a, a need for a place to stay, you find 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 the space you can you can sit there, sleep there, stay there. Wow. You know what I mean. So we, my mother is that type of person. So that's where it started for me is just that type of hospitality. Yeah, and yeah. to have that open heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. how we need to be as humans because yeah. mm-hmm. moving as humans, we get into this space like. You know, I don't even like to watch the news because we know what the news, mm. you know, the media's agenda is just to mm. spew, spew fear and all type of negativity out mm. there. So I don't like watching it. But, you know, we kind of know the condition that our world is in and, mm. and we need more people like that. Yep. You know, yeah. hospitality, people with open hearts, yep. you know. Yeah, yep. so. We can't give enough. When can you ever give enough? <laughs> you, you can't you outgive. Can. You, you, you can't. You when know? you move in in love and compassion, you you can give, you know, the whole world whatever yeah. you want. And yeah. You're not greedy and selfish. Love is infinite. Yes. It's really beautiful. And it's safer than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So yeah. some people are, are afraid, if you will, to open up. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Because of what they perceive will happen um, from, from, from that vulnerability, mm-hmm. but also yeah. just from, like, the reality of the human condition. There are people that are shysty or might try to hurt you or different than that and the other. You know what yeah, I mean? But, yeah. but it's, it starts in your mind. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of what you think this world is made of. And I, I believe in the goodness in people. Yeah. And I also believe in karma. Yep. yep. So the thing is, if you do me wrong, that's that's not really wise of you. Yeah. Right? Because what goes around comes around. Yeah. 
But I'm not about to live my life in fear of who might take from me or who might, you know what I mean? Yep. And then I'm so convinced that because I'm giving out love, yeah. because I'm giving out support, because I'm giving out encouragement, that's all that's coming towards me. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't looking over my shoulders, TB. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't worrying about nobody. Hey. <laughs> I ain't the, worrying about nobody. You, know, you can't keep moving forward if you're looking back. Come yep, on, and man. you can't walk in fear at all. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yep. So when it comes to to coaching yeah uh, do you do you have quite a bit of clients that you work with how yeah. do you move them in the right direction yeah and and one of the biggest questions that i had for you okay. was okay we're all human we yeah. all go through human emotion yeah. and with be, with being a mentor people look at you as like this superhero like he has it all together he has all the advice in the world so like how do you navigate that? Like, you're a human. I'm sure you have bad days. I do. And so, like, when you're having bad days, mm. like, how do you mentor those people? Like, because, mm. for instance, like, with me, like, when I have bad days, I don't want to talk to no one. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. have advice to give. So how mm. do you continue mm. to give that advice and, like, pour out your heart when you may be having yeah, a rough week, a rough month? Yeah, when you're in a certain condition. Yeah. yeah. So so two things. One, my, my client base, I, I'm actually pretty particular. Oh, okay. Um, because of how my demand has grown mm. as an educator, community education, uh, public speaking, uh, my group coaching that I do, uh, I'm very particular about how many one-on-one -on -one clients I have. Mm. Um, and for the demand reason, but also because of the value in that. Mm. Yeah. Like if I'm giving you one-on-one -on -one time, like it, it has to be a certain particular type of person that's truly ready yeah. for the type of direct coaching, support, encouragement that's going to come from that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I really monitor how many, so I limit that. You Boundaries. Know what I, mean? I limit yeah. how many people I will one-on-one -on -one coach. I've told myself from the beginning, three is all I yeah. will take. Yeah. Um, I've had up to two at a time. I've never had to manage all three. Okay. Um, and I re just remember learning along the way that taking on someone one-on-one -on -one is taking on a lot. Yep, so, it is. So, uh, so one of the things I'm challenged with in my brand is it's hurdle life coach, but it's really hurdle life mm. coach, right? But a lot of people pick up the life coach and think that's what it's about. Oh. It's about hurdle life yeah. coach. That first. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And it's in the brand, quoted and whatnot. But I do do life coaching, but it's limited. Mm. So right now I just got one client. <clears throat> okay. I would be open to two more, but it, it's, a, it's, again, I'm particular. Yeah. Uh, but in that also, the question around uh, how you keep going yeah. even when you have your a days. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Mona, what's important is how you manage those days when you're with those people mm. serves as a part of that service. Like having mm. a bad day and owning that yeah. with your people is a, a bet, the best example. One of the best examples you can give somebody mm -hmm. is that transparency and that authenticity to, to that I'm not feeling well today. Yeah. And this is why I'm not feeling well today. And here's the honest truth that I'm still struggling with my breakup. Yeah. And I was triggered today because I'm still having a hard time accepting the fact that she has moved on and he has moved on. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not I don't agree <clears throat> with who they're choosing to move on with. Yeah. And it's bothering me today. Yeah. Right. Just, Real honest. Like what's bothering me? Like I, I, I'm confused. I'm, I'm not having a great day because my son is growing up and I feel like he's not receiving the wisdom that I have from the mistakes that I've made. Yeah. And I'm afraid that my son is, is, is moving down a path that's going to lead him to more heart, heart hurt and harm. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing everything I can to reach him. And I feel like it's landing on deaf ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so by being truly transparent about what's bothering you that day, you're serving as an example for people to do that same thing. Yeah. So it's very helpful actually okay. when you have those yeah. tough days and it's even more helpful when you own them in transparency in front of your people. That's Love really it. awesome because mm -hmm. a lot of the times your ego gets in the way and you're like, you want to like hide from mm -hmm. your feelings and your emotions. And well, so you, you kind of hide away. And well, you think that my service is to inspire them through my positivity. 
Yeah. My service is to to a role model them my togetherness. Yeah. But what about the example of how I manage my brokenness? Yeah. And I think just yeah. in our culture yeah. too, oh, like yeah. in our culture, there's like this idea that we should be superhuman. Yeah. Especially in Western culture, like the work, work, work idea, the, mm. the hustle idea, mm -hmm. the mental fortitude idea. Yes, we should be pouring into our lives and mm. into our minds, mm -hmm. but we're human at the end of the day. And it's OK right. to have those moments and That's it's right. OK to show yourself grace and yep. to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And having that idea in itself, I think, can drain someone just walking around thinking you're supposed to be Superman. Mm -hmm. Life will humble you quick because mm -hmm. at that moment you're no longer a student. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. if you are no longer a student of life, mm -hmm. that's when stuff really starts happening to the you. Chaos, no the chaos, yeah. the negative energies. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. One of my mindsets is life is a classroom. Be a student. Yeah. Ooh. Um, you know, Quote yeah. that again. Life is a classroom. Be a student. Mm -hmm. yes. You hear yeah. that, guys? And so one that's, that's facts. <laughs> in so many ways. And uh, I make it clear for any time that I'm coaching or that I'm teaching that I actually spend more time learning than I do teaching. Yeah. So oftentimes you will see a, a public speaker or a public figure at the front of the room. And you're like, you know, what I mean, that they do that a lot. Yeah. Well, I make it clear to my to my students and to my clients, to my friends. I spend more time learning than I do teaching. I, mm. I spend more time leaning and following others than I do leading others. Mm. Yeah. And that's what that's a nuance that wow, people man. don't catch in leadership that leaders follow. Yep. Yep. They do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now for me as a coach on leadership and stuff, I really respect we all respect our friends that think 3D. Yes. I love how they speak about leadership as influence. Yep. I began my leadership coaching with example. Mm -hmm. And so if leadership is example, starts with example, and to be a leader is to have followers, what is my goal or responsibility as a leader? To show them how to follow. Yes. So as a leader, I need to be showing my followers who I'm following that yeah. I can follow because that's the example. Yep, yep. Mm. That, you know that's I mean? deep, So yeah. now you connect that, Tyler, to... If I'm following, then I'm learning from others, always learning from others and doing more learning than leading, doing yeah. more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that mindset because you're not it. in the mindset of, oh, I'm a superhero. Because when you get in that mindset, you get in a lot of trouble, you know. And yep. so I like your mindset where you're yeah. like, hey, I'm I'm a human, too. You know, yeah. I'm following just as much as you guys are. Yeah, so important. And <gasps> I know you brought up Warren Buffett earlier. Yeah. Warren Buffett reads about seven hours a day or something like that. He's a reader. Yeah. Okay, guys, who's Warren Buffett? I think I know. I know you guys are going to be like, who's no, Warren, Warren Buffett? Warren Buffett is like one of the top one of the richest men in the world. In the world, What yeah. does he do, though? Investor. Investor. Oh, yeah. okay. Does he, he, what's, he, um, he owns like a lot of, yeah. Uh, War, Her, Hershire Brathaway? Yep. So know. Logan, Logan bought um his fiance's ring from one of Warren Buffett's change, which is, you just said it. Hershire Brack Brackaway or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's just one of, like, many things he owns. He's an investor. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah, heard of it. Yeah, but he's, like, one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. You know, uh, so, like, top five. Or yeah, whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Doesn't he live in, like... He lives in Omaha. He, Omaha. Yeah, yeah, my hometown. Wow. That's why we were just talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've heard yeah. about him. I'd, I've never really studied him. Yeah. So... That's interesting. Yeah, he reads seven hours a day, so something like that. So, like, being the richest person and one of the richest people in the world and, you know, just having so much influence and so much success and so much knowledge, he's still a student of life yeah. no matter what. You always right. got to continue learning. Cause Good example. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to your public speaking, uh -huh. do you do a lot of public speaking? I do. That's picked up. How How is that? Like... Do you get nervous or do you? Always. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that, speak about yeah. that. Like, how do you go yeah. through that? Like, yeah, how do you work through that process? Yeah. yeah. I want to know. Well, it's it's good. It's good nervous energy. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have heard that if you're not getting nervous, it's an indication that you don't care enough. Or that, Ooh. like, when you are feeling that, it's because you care. The reason you're nervous about how you're going to perform is because you care. And so like that, that is way. a good thing to, yeah. to, to care. Yep. And so each and every time I'm, I'm heading into a, a venue, whether it's a conference, whether it's a school, um, whether it's a college, 
I'm nervous. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous about uh, how well I'm going to do and really whether it's going to land. But this is what I can control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My effort. Yeah. And my attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, there's no perfect people, only an honest effort. Yeah. And the reason I have peace at the end of the day, because I don't question at all whether or not I gave it 100 percent of my best effort in all that I do. Yeah. So no matter where you land in the performance, that's not the measure. The measure is your effort and, and if you gave it your very best. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Right? And I give that same thing to students like mm-hmm. who have test anxiety or trying to yep. get, trying to get straight A's and it's not about the, the oh. performance, not about the grade. It's about the effort. Even when it comes to track or in life, it's not about where you finish. It's that you finished. Yes, exactly. And Mm -hmm. this keeps popping up in my mind. Um, Have you seen Lone Survivor, the movie Lone Survivor? Maybe not from top to bottom. Okay. Well, yeah, it's on the the Navy SEAL, um, Marcus Luttrell, um, the Lone Survivor. Okay. But I was listening to a podcast by him, and he mentioned that there's a difference between fear and nervousness. Fear is the absence of information or education. Mm. You know, you aren't ready for that thing that's coming from for you, so you're fearful. Mm. Nervousness is a trigger, so there has to be some sort of trigger. You can't be walking around in, you know, flight mode all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a trigger. So when you feel that, it's like, okay, it's go time. Mm. That's the separation right there. Mm. So even as hearing that from a Navy SEAL, someone that is the most highly trained mm. soldier in the world, mm-hmm. They still get nervous, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, you you know, the training is there, the education is there, but that nervousness is always going to be there because there has to be some sort of trigger or indicator that, mm. you it's know, like it's, it's go, go time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, it reminds me of a blessing that I have. Yeah. And an encouragement that I have for, for the people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On my board at Heard of Life Foundation, one of my board members is a Navy SEAL. Oh, oh really? Wow. Super dope, right? And wow. this, this gentleman has been in my life um, since I've been about 19 years old, 19, 20 years old, so about wow. 15 years. Yeah. So this is a person in my life right now. <clears throat> I'm going to talk to him tonight because I have a board meeting tonight, right? Yeah. But, like, there's such a benefit from you to surround yourself with people of deep experience yes. and deep education yeah. Um, yeah. and deep qualifications. <clears throat> one of my favorite, but he's disciplined. One yeah. of my favorite <laughs> types of people to uh, talk with is people with PhDs. Mm-hmm. So what when I, when I went to college for eight years, I have a bachelor's and a master's. Mm-hmm. And I realized one day when I was in the office of one of my professors mm-hmm. outside of class, the office hours, and I'm sitting there talking to this man. And I realized that the qualification to be a professor is to be get a Ph.D. Mm-hmm. So at college, all of these people are just people with Ph.D.s. Mm-hmm. And that's the qualification to be a professor. Wow. So I'm sitting in this office, but I'm like, I, I had the thought. What if this man was my uncle? Mm-hmm. I could get this information at the dinner table all the time. Yeah. What if this man was my dad? I can get this information yeah. all the time. So what mm-hmm. happens when I just start to make friends with mm-hmm. people who have PhDs? Wow. You don't have to go and pay all the tuition to yep. go get the education You're right. <laughs> from, from people. Education is your association. Yes. So when you really are intentional about seeking out people with diverse perspectives, diverse backgrounds, deep knowledge and understanding you start to benefit yourself in, in such an amazing way so when you're talking about the seal then i think about the blessing that i have yeah. to have one of my directors be a seal and one of my good friends to be a seal it just reminds me of how i really am intentional around how i surround myself with my association because that's yeah. where education comes from not the institution it's wow. the association yeah. i would love to <laughs> sit down and listen to Terry and David Goggins have a talk. That would be dope. Who? I said, I would love to listen to Terry and David Goggins just have a talk. You know? hey, I'll <laughs> rise to the challenge, yeah. too. Right. David Goggins is the truth, truth. Yeah, that dude is. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, I know who you're talking about yeah. now. Yeah. The one who he's he disciplined. He's something that sucks every day. Animal. The dude, he, he had this, um, he spoke about this time where he was, um, doing some, you know, training with the CEO. Mm-hmm. And the CEO mentioned that David one morning got up. He got him up out of bed. It was at the crack of dawn or whatever. It was super early, maybe like 445, something like that. Get up. Mm-hmm. Let's go do something that sucks. Damn. He said, David, David, I think he grabbed like some big brick, cracked the lake open because it was like 
in the dead of winter, the mm. lake was froze. He cracked the lake open and jumped in the water and told the dude, he was like, told the CEO, he was like, all right, come on, jump in. What? <laughs> what? Like so. that dude, my, his mind is like out of no. here. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would, stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I got I to gotta, I gotta separate myself though a little bit because... <laughs> I I don't prescribe personally to some of the extreme uh, measures yeah. to get yourself uh, believing mm -hmm. in, in yourself and yeah. stuff. And I do believe in the power of like a cold shower or just getting uncomfortable or vision boards and stuff. But honestly, I, I've had this gift enough like to really have such a focus and a commitment to keeping my word. Mm -hmm. that I've been able to, 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 to be driven on my word alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. just really am committed to doing what I say I'm going to do. I yep. And, so and I know once that's I right. say it, You're gonna I'm do good. It. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Because I know for damn sure I'm not cracking no lake open and jumping <laughs> in no ice cold frigid water. I'm you, not doing it. David, you, know. you can have that. You can have it. <laughs> that's for you. Yep. <laughs> for real. And whatever works for another person may not work for the next person. Yeah. It's all up to you mm. yeah, and, and what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but Where do you see – so some plans for the Hurdle Life Coach. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what's the like vision around your yeah. company and you know where you foresee yourself taking this? I'm excited about it. We're in a really good spot. So Hurdle Life is about two years old. Okay. We uh, In February, I incorporated okay. the LLC. Okay. And I went through a journey to get there. You know, part of my story has to do with the hurdles I've seen in my life. And the hurdles I've overcome. I became a dad at 15 years old. So okay. my, my oldest is yeah. about to be 21. Yeah. Um, so I've always carried like this extra sense of responsibility as a parent since a, since a, as a as a since of being a teen. Mm -hmm. I've always felt five I years older yeah. than than what I am. Yep. Um, because of the responsibility as a parent. So from having my son at 15 years old to not having my dad in my life since I was four years old to you know then becoming a first generation college student and going into this environment where I became a minority losing f numerous friends yeah. Yeah. Um, to gun violence and gang violence I lost a brother to gun violence and gang <sighs> violence yeah. um, I've got family members who have seen the inside of prison walls so many times in inside and out yeah. my brother three times my mother and her uh, substance use issue she had for the first 10 years of our lives. Wow. She was uh, dependent on crack and yeah. um, always took care of business. Yeah. Right. My mother always took care of business first. Yeah. So we was never without, but we never had much either. Mm -hmm. I love my mother so much. And the example she said, and one of the things she never took from us to feed that habit, but she had that habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we was 10 years, I was 10 years old. She left a man who broke a promise to us about a Christmas tree, took mm. us to a, a women's and children's shelter when I was 10. Mm. And I was homeless for a little bit for 90 days. Wow. I experienced so much as a young person with new schools and being bullied and not having name brand things and like that. And so all of these experiences, all of these conditions I carry with me, all of these memories yeah. I carry with me. And as I grew into, as a young adult through college, studied leadership studied criminal justice, went on to get a master's in administration. I also was gifted with this uh, uh, desire, this joy for connecting with people. Mm. So I was just, what I was felt was being friendly, and that being friendly turned into popularity, that popularity turned into leadership positions, and I end up presiding over five different student groups in college, including our Student Government Association, where I became the first African-American president at the University of South Dakota. Wow. History in the making, you know what I mean? And so, like, you couple this experience as a first-generation college student who's also a, a, a dad, who also was homeless as a, as a youth, who also know what it is to be bullied and to feel um, uh, in the corner, if you will, or not cool, uncool, and things like that. But then I start to get these victories, Got mm -hmm. a master's degree, a master's degree. I got friends who are stagnant, who from from 15 to 35, yep. they ain't made the, the strides that I've made. So I got yep. a bachelor's and master's. I became a president. I became a national champion. Yeah. So at the University of South Dakota, so this is important for my backdrop. Mm -hmm. I have uh, not 12 conference championships. 
Wow. wow. Nine individual titles, three team titles, six All-Americans where you've got to place top eight at the national meet in order to get All-American. And all of my top, of my All-Americans are top five finishes. So I got fifth, fourth, third, second, twice. And my senior year, I became a national champion wow. for the University of South Dakota. So I'm one of very few at college athletes that has a national title for the university. So I have this notoriety and this recognition and this popularity as a student leader, mm-hmm. as a student athlete, but also a person whose life was not, didn't start in the best conditions. Yeah. So now when you put all of that in a package and then you also take into consideration that after I got a master's degree, I still didn't have my life figured out yet. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't have the fortitude and the understanding of the power of association that I have today. And I made another error in my journey whereby I said yes to something I should have said no to. That yes earned me a federal conviction, indictment and conviction to prison. Mm-hmm. Wow. I went to federal prison between the years 2015 and 2016 for 14 months. Wow. But for 13 and a half of those 14 months, I was in a therapeutic community. I got this really? mental health treatment experience that took me to a place in my mind that I'd never been before. Mm-hmm. And I learned about rational and irrational thinking. I learned about the eight positive oh, attitudes for change. Yeah. Responsibility, caring, open-mindedness, objectivity, willingness, humility, honesty, and gratitude. I learned empathy for the very first time in my life as a 30-year-old person in treatment in prison. Mm-hmm. So going through all of this life experience and formal education without an understanding of empathy, mm-hmm. there was a huge part of me that's present today that wasn't present for the first 30-some years of my life. Mm-hmm. So now at 35 years old, you take all of these life experiences, this education, and now this mental health exposure I released in 2016 with a new set of full information to kind of try life again. Yeah. And so that's called re-entry. Mm. So the work that I do at Hurdle Life is to help people that are in transition, whether that transition is from middle school to high school, high school to college, high school to workforce, mm-hmm. uh, high school to military, college to community, college to uh, workforce, or incarceration to community, detention to community, any type of transition, I have been given these life experiences that when it comes to transitions and hurdles, I've seen so many. So I've had this mantra the whole time in my life, about 20 years old, hurdle life, Terry, hurdle life, hurdle life. Like life is just giving me everything, but I've always had this mindset of hurdle life, hurdle life. And so when I started in 2016, back in this community, I really embraced learning from other people. I start to really get uh, see the power of mentorship and association. Vani was one of the first five people that I that called when I was released. Really? <clears throat> In 2016, they started Think 3D. And so from picking up every breadcrumb that they put down, I found myself in that Leaders of Tomorrow's program in 2018, the very first cohort. And through that program, I was able to find the confidence again for me to lead from the front mm-hmm. because I have lost so much confidence from earning my conviction and going to prison and becoming an inmate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I was not destroyed, but I was definitely diminished. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so grateful for the faith that I have in God, the faith that I have in me, the faith that I have in people that through the leaders of tomorrow program and, and Vani, I was able to find that confidence again to lead from the front. Mm-hmm. So when I came up with my belief statement, it, it, it pulled back in hurdle life mm-hmm. as who I've always been. Mm-hmm. And then I stepped into my destiny and incorporated the company in 2019 called hurdle life coach. Wow. And all of those experiences are with me and I'm able to relate to people in so many places in their lives. Yeah. And that's the power of that lived experience, of being a peer, of being willing to be transparent and honest mm-hmm. about every one of the things I just said. Yeah. And you didn't see me blink. You didn't see my head drop because I don't have shame in yeah. any of those You're things. confident. I can see the confidence. It's like, this is what I've been through. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was my past. My past does not define me. And no. so yeah. it has developed me. Yeah. It has equipped me and it helps me to help others. 
Yeah. I feel great about the things that I've been through because none of them have destroyed me. Mm-hmm. I am a survivor, not a victim yeah. of anything. And life is not wins and losses. Life is wins and lessons. <laughs> That's a core company. I am speechless right now. Hit the buzzer. Let's go, Ski. <laughs> wow. Man, That's, yeah, I'm at a loss for words, uh, too. Bro, You're the definition of someone that has had all odds against them, mm. but in turn made something mm. so powerful out of your life. Thank you. You know, you have the heart of God, man. Thank like, you, man. Everything you just explained, I, I think that there's so Thank many you. people out there that are going through so many things in their life and they feel like that's it They're for them. Stuck. Mm. It's over. But you being an example for these people, mm-hmm. it should be, yeah. I think, en- enough to know that it's possible. It's you know, what, We got what it takes on the inside of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got some beliefs that hurt a life. Mm-hmm. I think y'all going to enjoy these. The first one is that a trauma-informed community is in the best interest of everyone. Mm-hmm. So when we was in that room, we started talking about trauma. That's where both of y'all was like, okay, Terry yeah. is deep with something. Yeah. Right? And, and we can speak to it if there's still time. I'll come back. It don't yeah, matter. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. But the other one, another one is human potential is infinite. Wow. That's the second belief at Hurdle Life. Mm-hmm. And so what we do at Hurdle Life is remind people and help them find what is already there. Yeah. It's already there. Yeah. Your potential is infinite. If it is true that which I believe that we're created in God's image and this God that I believe in has infinite power, infinite authority, infinite reach, then so do you. So however you see yourself, the vision that you see yourself as, you can accomplish that. And even beyond that is what's possible. And so at Hurdle Life, we come alongside of people and we believe with them. No dream too big, no road too long, no mountain too high that together we can't get through. Wow. Through believing in ourselves. You, through the end of the day, believing in yourself and overcoming obstacles is the best thing that you can do for yourself and others around you too. Because, you know, like like Vonnie says, a better uh, you, you, you is, is a better, better for, for everyone. Yeah. And I always think about that. And so... Yeah, no, like when we were having that group discussion, Mm -hmm. that mentorship with Bonnie, like the things that you were saying, like really, really connected with me, especially when you were talking about um, how like it's okay if you don't know how to express yourself. That doesn't mean you're stupid or retarded. It just means, you know, you express yourself maybe in a different way or you need time to process that. And for for me, for example, I've really had troubles like learning how to appropriate i can't even say the word appropriately <laughs> that's all right that's close enough yes <laughs> right yeah. expressed my express myself mm. and like i would get called retarded and stupid because i wasn't on the same path as like the other students in my grade or stuff and so like that mm. really like opened my eyes like wait i don't have to be like everyone else if i don't know how to express something if i don't know how to say something yeah. that doesn't mean i'm less than no yeah and so like that really helped me so i yeah. just want to say thank you you're yeah. welcome you broke it down neurolog- you broke it down neurologically too yeah. you know all yeah. of the different things that are going on in someone's brain yep. when Your we're experiencing mm-hmm. confrontation or conflict or, yeah. or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you to touch on that a little okay. bit more for to have on record because yeah. that, that was an eye-opener. Yeah, It helped me, time. so I think yeah. it'll help a lot of others. So in- intelligence and, and competency certainly helps us to navigate life more effectively. Yeah. Right. The more clarity you have, you know, the more accurate you're going to be. And so where we have room to get more clarity is in understanding of ourselves, Mm -hmm. understanding of our bodies, understanding of our brains, understanding of our experiences. So some of the work that I do as an educator has to do with adverse childhood experiences or they're called ACEs. And what is the impact of these ACEs? on who you are, how you see the world, how you behave, and ultimately the outcomes in your life. Mm. What what is the impact of these experiences? Now, each experience that we have causes our body and our brain to do something. Mm -hmm. There's a reaction in your body and in your brain from every experience that you have. Mm -hmm. And these experiences range, right, from, from having my parents divorce at four years old It could range from one of my experiences, experiencing a drive-by shooting at the age of six, Mm. 
other adversities, uh, as horrendous as they is, has to do with physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional neglect. All these different things that happen to us at a young age has an impact on our brains and on our body. Mm -hmm. And so now when we start to get more clarity and understanding on how the brain works mm -hmm. or the neuroscience yep. and the impact of stress on the brain, then we begin to understand that the, the behaviors that I have uh, developed and that I have adapted were necessary behaviors for my survival mm -hmm. in those conditions. Mm -hmm. And so I don't wow. choose my conditions as a child. I didn't choose the neighborhood I was born into, the family I was born into, and the experiences that happened to me. There's nothing wrong with you. Something happened. Yeah. And yeah. when these things happened, your brain does what, it, what the brain is supposed to do. It's wired for you to survive. Yeah. Wow. And so now, based on the conditions that you grew up in, your brain like helped you to develop these different things to survive these environments. Yeah. And so there's, there's things that people might think is weird about mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. that aren't weird at all. They were necessary adaptations to my, to my environment. Yeah. And so like, one of those things is like when I move into a new neighborhood, I find like seven ways in and seven ways out of my neighborhood yeah. to, to get to my house. Yep. Wow. And I didn't realize that I was doing it. My brain naturally was causing me to do that because of when I grew up in one of these neighborhoods, we needed all those exit routes. Wow. Yeah. So somebody who didn't grow up in that type of environment or didn't, they, they didn't have to wire that type of mannerism. It looks like something's weird or wrong with Terry. There's nothing weird and wrong with Terry. Terry grew up in an environment where that was necessary. Yeah. So sometimes your behaviors that you have were behaviors that you had to develop necessarily for survival. Yeah. And we do a disservice and an injustice to people when we see their differences and we think there's something's wrong. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. yeah. Man, that just brought to mind, like even when Mona and I started dating, oh. like just different things that I would do. <laughs> Like in terms of like just like my mentality growing up, you know, and the way that I do things certain way and the way that I, I think the way that I think. And, you know, sometimes I look back, back at it, but I've never had it broken down to me like that. And that's you know? going to that's going to change your life. Yeah. When yeah. You do that work. Yeah. Yep. It changed my life when I did that work. I didn't know what aces were yeah. until three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so have more of a curiosity around why you think the way you think um, or where you could have developed that mm -hmm. and move away from thinking that something's wrong with anybody yeah. when they don't behave like you think they should behave or how you behave. Yeah. We all have different conditions that it's we grew up in. In a different right. way we view life, yeah. right. perspectives and realities. Mm -hmm. Like from a standpoint of empathy, yep. you know, Be there's gentle. those there's those people out there that have this idea, well, everybody has the same opportunity or everybody this and that, or mm. that's their choice. Like, mm. what do you think about that? Because I know it bothers me for some reason when I see people saying stuff like that, well, mm. that kid had a choice and this and that. Like, yeah. And it's, it's usually coming from someone with a totally different experience on mm. life, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's the reality of we live in a country and in a, in a land of opportunity. Yeah. It is true that there is an abundance of opportunity and, and, and resources for you to get it together, step mm -hmm. it up, yep. you know, change the trajectory of your life. That's absolutely true. But the capability and the access that people have to these opportunities are not equal. Yeah, that's yeah. not the same. And so that's where the conversation of equity comes into play. Mm -hmm. So now when we're having conversations around diversity, equity and inclusion, Equity has to do with the level of access you have to opportunities, not the fact that the opportunities are there. Yeah. And then also, as we talk about capabilities, everybody's capabilities are different. We all have different levels of mental capability, physical capability, emotional intelligence and things. And so, like, everybody doesn't have the same capabilities for the same opportunities. Yeah. I would say the opportunities are there. Yeah. Everyone do have the opportunity. Yeah. To, 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 to step it up or to, to equal to whatever, mm -hmm. but the access to those opportunities aren't the same yeah. and everybody's capabilities aren't the same. So where can we come in? We can help by creating yep. opportunities for access. We can help by helping people to develop in areas where there's room for we that. We can encourage. Man, I want to yeah. just like, 
throw this mic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to toss the whole board. <laughs> so what? What's one I thing? Know, it gets heavy. Yeah. It no. Gets real. So what's one thing? Yeah. That you okay? So what's what's one thing that you people? So someone that's looking for inspiration. Yeah. Or advice what's one thing that you can tell them if they are feeling stuck if they are feeling like they cannot get out of their certain situation environment and they just feel like they're trapped in in their their circumstances what's one thing that you can inspire them and give them advice to to hurdle that that's so good uh, my heart my heart goes out to that person right now and and a few things come to mind but you know I think what's so important is that that individual figures out exactly what it is that they do want. Yeah. Like, like spend some time getting the clarity mm. about what exactly it is that you want. You might say, I want something different or, or I want something new or I want change, but what exactly does that look like? Because when you can get the, the clear picture mm-hmm. of what it is you want, then that's going to increase like the the amount of time that's going to take you to get there. Yeah. You can't just want something so ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to spend some time really clarifying what does that finish line look like for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, when you want if it's another partner, if it's another boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, what do you want in that person type of situation? So like I I would encourage them to get a clear picture but I would also I would also invite them to look at their surroundings and the and the people that are in their lives and whether or not you know I'm really in love with this uh, and my mother is too I'm really in love with that new uh, song by uh, the the young lady uh, who go uh, uh, she when she <laughs> says she go. Uh, she said, "I pull up in that ooh." Oh, oh yeah, the um, ooh. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I just, know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, Poor it, it, I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. There you go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what we're about to get to. So <laughs> I, I hear it's Benzino's daughter, but the thing is, you know, she says, "I'm only gonna sur- do, surround myself with people who gonna make me better." Yeah. And I'm only doing things that's going to make me elevate. Mm. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, Tyler Moon and everybody listening, no one is around me that ain't making me better. Ooh. Zero. Zero. Yes, sir. There's no one yeah. connected to me. So quick question. That's Sorry. not making me better. I'm interrupting. I'm, Sorry. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> so was it hard for you to get rid of the people that you say you, you love dearly, but you knew that they were no longer serving you. Mm. Was that hard to let go, to, to cut the cord? It's, it's challenging mm-hmm. to set the boundary. Mm-hmm. I never lose them. Like, you don't lose the people you love. Yeah. Yeah. You spend less time with them. Yep. Okay. Yep. You spend less time with them. Yeah. Do you, you still know? see certain people that necess- like might not be on the same path as you, but you love them dearly? Do you... Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the thing is, the love ain't lost. Mm. The, 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 the love, the love is not lost. You know, it, it, it's being able to communicate that this boundary that I'm setting for my time um, is for me and my self-care and my best interest and for my pursuits. Mm-hmm. And if and when I ever make a statement that I say I need to do this because it's going to benefit me. And then you don't agree with that for me and with me, that's okay. But we ain't spending a lot of time with each other. Mm. And that's okay. I'm not even mad at you at all. Like, you do not have to agree with my truth. You do not have to agree with my uh, boundaries. You do not have to agree with me at all. Mm. But I absolutely have 100% control on who I spend my time with. And I'm only spending time with people who are going to make me better. Woo-hoo. I'm only doing things that's gonna make me elevate. Yes. Yes. That's it. You know, just what I mean? like that. Yeah, you know. Where, man, well, <laughs> where can people find you? I'm, I'm at a- Wake, man. <laughs> Come through. I'm at social media. Hey, okay. Come through, man. I'm at Wake, man. <laughs> Wake up, man. Wake up. Yes, sir. Love yourself. I'm, I'm just at a loss for words. Uh, it's heavy, with bro. This podcast, it's yeah, super heavy. It's heavy. This is gonna bro. help a lot of people. And I'm not even gonna say. I hope you all took something from this podcast because yeah. if you've got to the uh, 50 minutes of this podcast at yeah. this point and you haven't taken yeah. something from this, then 
you know, you probably weren't listening. Yeah, you couldn't have been focused. <laughs> right. You were uh, probably on Instagram scrolling or something. And you know what? Kind of one of the takeaways, and y'all might have sensed it, but mm -hmm. I like to take my time. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. so much to get to, but it's so important that we take our time as we as as we grow together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that we just be together. Yeah. And so there's so much more I have to give. There's so much more I can share. Right. right? The question was, where is her life going? I'm like, hold up, T. Let me go back and show you yeah. how Hurdle Life got here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you so you know what we about. Because when you hear what we about, you can see where we going. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're yeah. going forward. Yeah. We're going up. You yeah. know, we're going onward. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're growing right now. Our visibility is up right now. We're excited about that. I'm getting emails coming in. People are putting those requests in. Yeah. And But the goal, what I'm committed to today, it, it, is the simple things. Yeah. Keeping my feet on the ground. Yeah. Staying grateful. Yeah. I used to be Terry Successful Liggins on Facebook for most of my life because I cared about the glory and, mm. the, and the how I finished. And I wanted to be remembered. So I was always trying to be great. Yeah. I'm not necessarily trying to be great no more or successful. I'm trying to be grateful. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay in my gratitude yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, and, and stay in my appreciation and my recognition of people. And what I'm finding is the byproduct of gratitude, the byproduct of integrity, keeping my word, the byproduct of keeping things simple, all of the other the, the, the lights and the cameras and the actions come as a default. I ain't even gotta go after it. Yeah. yeah. It all comes as a default to being grateful, uh, to having integrity. That's and, awesome. And to keeping my feet on the ground, man. So mm -hmm. I want to encourage people to stay humble. Um, yeah. Stay hungry, but stay humble. And be grateful for the people that are contributing in your lives. Mm -hmm. Because you are not here based on your own exclusive effort by yourself. That did not happen. Yeah. That did not happen that way. I think that's one of your quotes you I, I read that you put up mm -hmm. there. Any yeah. successful person ain't going to tell you they did it alone. Mm -hmm. So the people that are still contributing... Mm -hmm. Be grateful. Recognize them. People don't give to the ungrateful. They give to the grateful. Yeah. Stay grateful. You know what I mean? So that's that's who I am today. But the Hurdle Life Coaches on Facebook. Um, the Hurdle Life Coaches on YouTube. There's a library there. And then Terry Liggins is also on Facebook and also awesome. LinkedIn. And yeah. anytime you go there, you're going to be encouraged. Yes. You're going to hey. be inspired. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. I appreciate you. That's being. facts right there. Yes. I Thank you so much, Terry. Tyler, you're hey. welcome, bro. We appreciate you coming Keep it on up, the podcast. Man. I love today. what Wake is doing. I love to love thyself. You know, be thyself. Yeah. It's still I see. Yeah. You know, go ahead and run with that wake up. Y'all can have it if y'all yeah. like it. You know what I'm saying? Wake up. Wake yes. up, man. Love I love yourself. It. Yeah. Wake up this Monday morning. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. run through other guests, man, but have me back, bro. And, and yes. we can just keep giving some more. Um, to the people, I would love to do it. That, that's I love it. Let's love make it, that happen. Chill. Yeah, yes. this is people being people. <laughs> Go make it a great Monday. Let's get to it, everyone. Yes, yeah, sir. Self-love isn't an easy journey. Especially when you came from a really broken place inside of you. It's an everyday joy, 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 joy.